Sota per Gimel Mishnah Gimel 3.3. The Mishnah now considers what happens if during the process of the preparations for doing the uh, administering these Mayim Hamarim, these bitter waters, the woman changes her changes her mind and says she doesn't want to drink the waters after all. So the basic principle here is that the woman is never forced to drink. Um, she doesn't have to drink, and she can opt out of this process from beginning essentially till the end. Um, the reason why is because this whole process is afforded for her benefit to reestablish a proper relationship with her husband, given the fact that she's, you know, got this reglamadar with this big assumption that she's been um, done something inappropriate. So um, she doesn't have to drink. But now, as we move things along, there are consequences to her walking away. So the mission basically considers three different scenarios where we're quite late in the process, and now what do we do? So the first case is, Ajlo Nimcha HaMagila. If we haven't yet erased Hashem's name, from those psukim that are written on the parchment into the waters themselves. Amra Eni Shosa. She says, you know what? I'm not drinking. I have second thoughts. So then we let her not drink. She hasn't actually admitted guilt. And that's true with essentially all these cases here. She hasn't admitted guilt. Um, she just is essentially um, doesn't want to go through with it, probably because she's scared, which I think is... In case, if you're saying, wait a second, if she won't drink, obviously she's guilty, that's just not true. Um, if you've ever undergone some kind of, like, say, electric, elective surgery, or even if not elective surgery, you had to go some, under some surgery, some medical procedure, which you knew was good for you, um, but you may have well thought, you know, I can't do this, I don't want to do this, maybe you even backed out of doing it. Um, not because it's not good for you, not because you don't believe in it, don't, you don't believe or trust the doctors, but the point is you're just too scared. Um, and that is um, the assumption here as well. So if she doesn't want to drink it, so that's fine. But if you've written Hashem's name down on the Megillah, so that needs to be treated appropriately, and therefore, Megillasa Nignezes, it gets Geniza, the scroll itself has to be um, buried to show a proper respect. There's a place to bear it right there in the Heichel area um, of the Beis Mikdash in the Temple Complex, so it's buried right over there and it stays there. Uminchasa misparezes aladeshen. The her her mincha. So, in the previous mishnahs, we saw how the meal, the flour, is transferred from that like wicker basket, um, the mitzvahs to the klisharis to the consecrated vessel. Once the mincha goes into the klisharis, that that invests it with kedusha and makes it kachem kachem, and as kachem kachem as the most highest level of sanctity of a korban. Now it's not even allowed to leave the the um, the Azara area. So um, that being the case, we can't just do anything with it. Um, once it's gone into the Klisharis, it has to be disposed of in a respectable way, and that is in um, on the Deshen. The Deshen is essentially it means the ash pile, literally. Uh, what's going on is actually with three different um, Bate Deshanim, three different areas where they had like essentially smoldering fires for burning invalidated offerings. One was um, right here in the Azara. Um, the second was on the Harabayas, and the third was actually outside of Yushalayim. And depending on what we're dealing with, that would depend on where it gets burned. So this being Kachi Kachim as, as a Mincha can't leave the Azara, so it's put on the Deshen that's burning that ash pile, smoldering ash pile there in the Azara. The word Mispazeres means to sort of scatter. Um, the idea is this, this flower is sort of scattered on the fire, and it's sprinkled you know, widely as it scatters so that it burns quickly and doesn't stick around too long. Um, 
which is sort of emphasized and prolong its sort of indignity of being an unoffered mincha. So it's done quickly. And the scroll can't be saved to give to another woman and because it's not acceptable, it's not kosher to any other sota besides this one. And that's because the writing of the Megillah must be done lishma for the sake of this particular woman and her sota bitter waters test. Um, so that requirement for lishma is based on the Pasuk. It says, Va'asa la ha'kohen so the word la, it's done for her, means for her specifically, um, and not someone else has been lishma. So that being the case, since we can't use it, we have to now bury it to show proper kava um, to the Shem Hashem, the Pesach that written on that on that Megillah. So that's stage one. And then she um, doesn't have to drink. She walks away. Um, she remains forbidden to her husband um, forever because she's suspected of being a sota, and therefore she has to get divorced, and she can't marry the person she's accused of having had an affair with. Um, nor can she eat truma anymore, but she gets on with her life, and she also forfeits her ksuba by refusing to drink. She's the one who, who won't um, go through with it, and now she forfeits her ksuba when she gets divorced. Okay, step two is nimcha, excuse me, nimchaka ha if the writing on the scroll had already been erased into the waters, and then prior to her drinking it, she says, va'amra tamea'ani. She says, you know what? I confess, I did it. I, I, I was infidelitous. So now um, we're not going to give her the water to drink anymore because the point of the water is just to ascertain if she's innocent or guilty. It's not to somehow punish her. Now we don't hurt to just you know explode or something. So that being the case, she doesn't drink. She, of course, now was getting divorced and loser ksuba and all that kind of thing. Um, but we don't force her to drink because there's no point in her drinking anymore. So therefore, what do you do with the water? Hamayim nishpachim. The water is then just like essentially poured down the drain. They actually had kind of like drains, drainage canals there in the in the um, basin mikdash area in the Azara, and they would pour it presumably in those drains. Um, the point here being that even though Hashem's name has now been like dissolved into the water, that doesn't make the water somehow holy, um, and therefore it can just be disposed of. It doesn't need any kind of like ganiz or something like that. And of course, um, her mincha, since it now has been consecrated, has to be put on the deshen for burning, and it's mispazeras, it's sprinkled, it's scattered, so it goes quickly. No mentioning here of geniza, because there's no scroll anymore to, to be gonas, to put away. Okay, the third case is nimchaka hamagila. They've already erased Hashem's name into the waters. Va'amra eni shosa. But then she gets cold feet and says, you know what, I can't go through with this, I'm not drinking the water. But now it's kind of too late. Hashem's name has been erased in it. And the point here, and therefore the Mishnah says, Ma'ar arim osa, we essentially force her to drink the, the, the water, umashkin osa al karcha, and we force her against her will. Now the idea here, this is not a punishment because you know you let Hashem's name get erased, so now we're going to punish you. That's not the idea at all. Um, it's the same idea throughout. First of all, the the, the point here is actually it's limited from a Pasuk. We saw um, in the previous Mishnah, you know, um, from yesterday, Mishnah base, we had that in Pasuk Chavzayin, for the third time it said, Vehishka Esamayim, we, Vehishka, we force, or we make her drink the water, the third time, to tell you, even Balkarcha against her will, once we've raised Hashem's name in the water. So that's a Liman from a Pasuk, it's a Gezer Sakasav, and that's that. Um, but the rationale here is, ostensibly, um, still the same as before. We want to ascertain if she's innocent. And the basic thought here is that she is just scared. And therefore, essentially, we're, you know, helping her along um, by doing what she doesn't want to do because we want to 
reestablish her relationship with her husband and get things good. Now, and that's the idea here. Ma'ar arim essentially means to force her to drink it um, by kind of, you know, essentially pouring it down her throat. Uh, that's not the ideal. Anyways, the ideal is we try to convince her, listen, you know, nothing's going to happen. You drink the waters. It just comes in one side, out the other. It's like putting, the Gemara says, it's like, we tell her, it's like, you know, putting like a, a powder on a on a wound. If there's no wound and your skin is, hasn't got any, you know, lesion, the powder will just, you know, wipe right off. Nothing happens. And if there is a wound that goes inside and does its thing, same here too. You drink the water and there's nothing wrong with you. It just will kind of just pass right through you. Uh, but if she won't be convinced, so then we give it a drink against her will. What does that mean? Essentially, that means you put a funnel in her mouth and pour it down the funnel. Um, the Gemara questions: What happens if, if the whole point here is we are just thinking? Listen, she's a, she's getting cold feet at the last second. And we're trying to help her. What happens if that's not what we're observing? What we observe is a woman who's totally confident, who says at the last minute, "I'm not scared. I just you know I'm not doing this." You know, and she's just being defiant. Whatever the story is. So that being the case, there's actually machlokas tonight. Um, <clears throat> according to Bekiva, at that point, we say, "Listen." We, we're not afraid she's, she's um, innocent, she's not scared, presumably she's guilty, and that's that. So we're not giving her to drink the water, because we just essentially treat her as if she's guilty, and um, we don't give her the water to drink even then. According to Behuda, no, he holds, listen, just because she looks confident on the outside doesn't mean she's not really scared, and that being the case, we, um, we uh, make her drink it anyways.